Yesterday morning, I was about as proud of myself as I have ever been. We had, we had, you know why, the dresser. Oh, yeah, the dresser. Manly things. We had a dresser that was wobbly, like side to side wobbly. But I love it. Yeah. It's- I, I love it. And um, we were going to use it as the baby's like changing table and dresser. And I told Jeff, like, cause it was a little bit wobbly. I'm like, I think it wasn't a little bit wobbly. It was a lot wobbly. Right. Some of the wood cracked. And I was like, I don't think that we can put our baby on top of this <laughs> worries me a little bit. So I ordered a new dresser, which we received by the way. Yeah. It's um, sitting in the garage, it's but it's still in the box. Sitting in the garage, still in the box because I Googled, YouTubed, whatever. I looked up how to fix a wobbly dresser and saw that it was a fairly easy, it's like a half hour, maybe 45 minute project. Whenever I um, find something to fix or find a way to fix something on YouTube, I always double the time. So it says like 30 to 40 minutes. So in my mind, it's like, yeah, 30 to 40 minutes for someone that knows what they're doing. Right. It's an hour (laughs) to an hour and a half. And I went and got the parts and the total investment was like 20 bucks and fixed it and put it upright and was actually shocked that it was not wobbly at all. Like I was shocked that I fixed it properly. I dare say it's sturdier than it was before. It's well, I think it's sturdier than it was before because the YouTube video suggested putting four brackets on these little corner brackets Mm -hmm. to stop the wobble. And then, uh, but I, well, it's a long story, but there's six of them on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that thing very sturdy. Yeah. That thing isn't going anywhere. Do you feel like that was a a good starter dad project? I do. And, and, and I'm excited about it for a couple of reasons. One, it's always neat to, to fix something, to do something with your hands and make Mm -hmm. something work. Two, I was not at all looking forward to carrying that dresser because I would have had to take it apart upstairs and carry it down piece by piece Mm -hmm. and throw it away. And I'm just tired of carrying stuff up and downstairs. Right. And then I would have had to haul the other one up and then assemble it. And I'm just tired of assembling stuff. Well, so, don't forget you have to assemble the crib too. Yeah, but I mean that's going to be in a couple of weeks. I just didn't want to deal with the. Got it. Yeah, I was just so I'm so excited. I was Good so job. excited. I'm yeah. very proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Neat. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for home-cooked meals. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that we have a washing machine. Dare Did I say that yesterday? Yesterday, washing machine? Yeah. I don't remember. Deja vu again. Dog food, pop tarts, and washing machines. I, yeah, I don't know, whatever. But I'm really excited that we have a washing machine that enables. Oh me yeah, to- you did because we talked about how your grandparents used to have date night at the laundromat. Okay. Um. Dryer. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful. Say dryer. For 
dryer? A dryer. Why? Why? Um, because <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. uh, I the home cooked meals thing is uh, I'm, I think I'm officially burned out on takeout. Are you? Yeah. After you know spending the past week or so moving, and like I feel like we've we've gotten a couple of pizzas and Chinese food, and I'm just like, but. You're ready for home-cooked meals, and you love to cook, so, yeah. yeah. We had a tiny little bit of neighbor drama in the new new hood. I wouldn't call it neighbor drama. I would call it Callie and Jeff have anxiety, and this is how they create anxiety in their head. Yeah, it's it's not neighbor drama in the same sense that the old neighborhood was, but it's – we had an issue. Callie ordered – well, the dresser that we were just talking about that – Callie thought we needed to replace the one that I fixed like a hero. You are a hero. (laughs) She ordered it and. I had the wrong address on the package and it happened. I screwed up the numbers, but it happened to be an address three doors down from us. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe because I got the delivery notification, it's over there. Jeff looks over our back porch. We can see. Our neighbor's garage, and there are my packages. Now, huge, like not huge, but like big, four, noticeable, four foot tall, and probably fifty pounds. So most people would say, "Yeah, no big deal." Probably happens all the time. Write a quick note and just say, "Hey, got my package. Thanks, Callie. Stick it on the door. Take your package. Go home." And that would be the end of it for most people. But Callie and I aren't most people. We have we have anxiety, so. <laughs> There is this whole discussion about do we go to the door and let them know that we're taking the package or do we write a note and leave it in, you know, with the package or or do we wait until we see them and then like shout to them, hey, we're going to come get our package. We didn't. It was too much analysis. Oh, my gosh. For so much analysis over like what we should do. For something that's really not that big of a deal. So we decide we decide write a note because it looks because we have also surveyed the house yeah. and the blinds are closed. So we think maybe they're not home or they're at work during the day or whatever. So we decide let's write a note, which I wrote. And it was like really long because I wanted to over explain everything and make sure they knew we weren't weird, even though that makes us weirder. And I we go get the box. Jeff is loading it into the car. I'm putting the note on their garage door opener and Jeff looks up and is like, there's a camera. So now we have to make split second anxiety ridden decisions, right? <laughs> we're in the we're in the back of their house loading these two boxes, heavy boxes into the car. And I say to Callie, get the note and show the camera the note. That way, in case they're watching at home, they'll know that there's a note. And I was or like, watching, okay, okay, and okay. In case they're watching and not home, they'll know there's a note. What? I don't understand in retrospect what the point of that is. That was dumb, but it was dumb. And in the moment in my anxiety ridden state, I was like, okay, so I take the note down and I show it to the camera. I'm like, there's a note. And then we're like, we're like, okay, we showed them the note. And then Jeff's like, oh, you know what? That's a ring camera. I bet they have a front door ring camera. So you should go ring it. And if they are at work, you can probably talk to them like through the doorbell thing. So we're like, okay. So we finish loading the packages. I leave the note there. We drive around to the front and then I ring the ring doorbell. A girl answers. And I was not planning for that. She's home. 
And Callie explains, I wasn't at the door. I'm assuming probably just because I know. Callie probably over explains. And the girl's like, oh, cool. I didn't even know there was a package back there. And Callie's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's our package. It's in our name. And it just, I put the wrong address. Yeah, we just moved up a few days I, ago. I made it weird. I made and it weird. she's like, okay. Did and then Jeff is like waving at her from the car to like <laughs> <laughs> validate that we're normal or something. I don't know what you were thinking. Anyways, so we made it awkward because we have anxiety and we overthink everything. And this is what it's like in the mind of two people that have anxiety and are really awkward. And the thing that I didn't even think about until the following day that makes it even more awkward is we never went and got the note off the door. I think that would have been more awkward. Well, now she's going to be like, okay, they came, they rang my doorbell, told me they took the packages, but they also left a note. Like she's not going to know the order of events. So we're weird. Yeah. Anyways, just Anyways, a uh, while we're on the anxiety subject, I got uh, a question on Instagram. Somebody who wanted to know uh, about they don't have anxiety, but they think that their husband does. Mm -hmm. And they want him to talk to his doctor about having anxiety, right? The problem is he doesn't think that he has anxiety because he's lived his entire life with it. Here's what I equate it to. Um, when I was, I don't know, maybe seven years old, eight years old, six, I don't know, young, I got glasses. I had no idea what the in-focus world looked like, but I very clearly remember coming home from the eye doctor, driving from the eye doctor up to, up north, up the Route 11, and taking my glasses off and putting them on while looking at a speed limit sign that's at 35 miles it's per hour. It's the weirdest thing ever. And realizing that there is an in-focus life and an out-of-focus life. Yes. That's what it's like before you realize you have anxiety. You don't know that it can be any better until you are better. So her question was, how do I convince my husband to go to the doctor and talk to the doctor about anxiety if he doesn't think he has it, the only suggestion I had for her was to offer to go together and go to the, the two of them go together. And she explained to the doctor, I think he suffers from anxiety because here's what I notice about him that he doesn't notice about himself. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't, do you have any? Well, I kind of was the first thing that comes to mind is the question that we also get frequently, which is how do I get my significant other to go to therapy? And the answer is like, you really can't until they're ready to receive it. Cause I don't feel like that's something that's not, if they're like, I don't have that. Why are you, you right. know, pushing me? Right. Um, but I remember when things were super stressful at Jeff's other job, and he, it was at a point where he was kind of like on therapy hiatus, like not intentionally, but just life was busy. And I think the turning point was when I said to him, I know you don't think that you need to go to therapy, 
but can you go for me? Because this is a lot for me. And I just would like to feel like, you know, what is going on in our house? Like someone else knows. You know what I mean? And it can kind of be the same thing with anxiety. Like, But I think here's the challenge, though. This is why I brought this up is because I think in that situation, I had been to therapy before and I knew what the benefits were. Yeah. Had I never been, I would have been like, you're out of your mind. What I need? I don't need to do that. But I think the I think the trigger point in a relationship, like if you for someone else, because obviously, you know, he loves her, he's married to her, um, is, hey, this is kind of like itching at me. Can we go together? And will you do this for me? Like maybe even say to him, you don't have to say anything. Let me do the talking about you. Like, let me say, you know, about you to the doctor. And then we'll see if the doc, what the doctor thinks. But yeah, I don't know. Right. But you can say, I love you, but this also impacts me. And I think I at least want the conversation to be had. Or I could be wrong. And I also want to know if I'm wrong. Yeah. I would love to know if I'm wrong too. So, and then I can let it go. Um, but I think when you involve your personal feelings, then it comes off as less judgy, you know, Uh which is something I think we've learned in marriage is like, um, and in therapy is like, when you say you do this, you never do this. You like you, the other person feels attacked. So if you can say, Hey, I feel like this and it makes me feel this way. Could you help me with this? It's a lot more disarming. When you have an audience as we do, there's a good chance that somebody in that audience has had an experience similar to that, has already experienced this or has experienced something similar to this and can give advice of either what worked for them or what absolutely did not work. Mm -hmm. And we would love to hear from you. Our telephone number for this and for any reason is 800-434-5454. Call, leave a message, and you do or do not have to leave your name. So if you want to identify yourself, go for it. If you want to remain anonymous, uh, you don't have to say anything. But um, feedback would be very much appreciated. 800-434-5454. Now, we have not talked about this idea on our show yet, but Jeff has been telling people in our lives what he plans to do for Halloween this year. And he has a big old plan. He gets very excited about Halloween. We've never lived anywhere with trick-or-treaters ever. So he gets excited. He buys the candy. No one comes. And then he's let down and sad Every year. And the thing about this year is normally I can take all the candy into a job and and give it to coworkers and they think I'm a hero. Um, I don't have a, a job this year to go into. So if <laughs> nobody eats the Kit Kats, I have to eat them all. And I, that's not good. So what my plan is for Halloween, and I would like to encourage anyone to do this. I saw it shared in the in Facebook, a, a modified version of, of this that somebody was doing. Maybe that's where I got the idea. But what I want to do is I want to get a piece of PVC pipe, like 30 feet long. And I want to run it from the second floor of our house down to the street so that when kids come by, they just yell trick or treat up toward the window and I drop the candy in the pipe and it goes down, 
boom, right into their bags. It's socially distant. It's safe. It still allows us to see the kids in their costumes. It still allows the kids to get candy in a door-to-door way, but it's perfectly 2020 acceptable. Now, um, first of all, there is no more man idea than I need to be as high as possible to shoot the candy down at the kids. Yes. Um, You're lucky I didn't say from the roof. Yeah, that, yeah. Anyways, um, but I did want to, like, I don't know if this is where you saw it, but I did want to sadly tell you that there was a couple on Good Morning America that did that. They did? How? When? Yeah, see, I thought you might have not seen that. I didn't. Um, It was on, I think it was on their website yesterday, and they wrapped it in, like, um, spider webs, like, cobwebs and stuff like that. That, they didn't do it from the second floor, though. They just did it down their porch railing. Amateurs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's it's the same concept. It's still gravity-fed treating. That's great. Gravity-fed treating? Yeah, it's the same concept, <laughs> but it there's no, like, altitude. And when there's altitude, there's danger, you know? Got it. Got like, it. No mini Snickers is going to put somebody's eye out from the top of the porch railing. But with mine, <laughs> somebody could get hurt. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Um, uh-huh. Probably also slightly illegal. And there's nothing illegal about it. what's illegal about it. I don't know. I feel like nope. It's perfect. It's everything. I even had this thought because if you want to be super safe with COVID stuff, you need to disinfect the candy. So what if I lined the PVC pipe? I knew you were going to say that. with one of those infrared. Or what is it? You know, ultraviolet lights uh-huh. that they're using to disinfect stuff now. So the candy actually shoots through a tube of germ killer. So um, that sounds a little expensive, in my opinion. But dream on. Okay. Enjoy your dreams. And I feel like I'm such a thief of joy because I love your idea. So smart and fun. Um, what if there's no kids in this neighborhood? Yeah, I know. I thought of that. Another thing that I could do is I could cap one end of the pipe and use CO2 cartridges to truly shoot the candy, (laughs) almost like a little potato gun. No, that'll scare little kids. No, it'll just pop and then the candy will shoot down. And what (laughs) I would do is at the bottom, there would be a place where they would hang their bag. So it would just right into their bag. They don't have to catch it or anything. I mean, with my luck, some little, you know, two-year-old will pull his mask up and look up the pipe just as a three musketeers yeah, propelling down there. Yeah, it sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm, anyways, just uh, my thought for Halloween, I would be um, happy to speak to any engineers or somebody who wants to work with me to design it. Thank you in advance. Our show is sponsored by ButcherBox, and this is a company that we love to support, and we are paying customers of ButcherBox. Quality matters when it comes to meat, okay? And ButcherBox never disappoints. You can have high quality meat shipped directly to your door and you can change what your needs are by the month. The thing that I really love about ButcherBox is that we never have to like guess what protein we're going to have for dinner or go to the grocery store first to figure out what our protein is going to be and then um, base our whole meal around what the grocery store has. No, 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 no. Everything lives in our freezer. We know ahead of time. We can thaw it out and it is so convenient and healthy. 
We love the grass-fed and finished beef. We always have it, that in our freezer. We also love their free-range organic chicken. Those are two of our favorites. And right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. What does that mean? It means when you start a subscription right now, ButcherBox is going to throw in two pounds of ground beef for free in every box as long as you keep your subscription. Go to butcherbox.com upside to take advantage of that offer. That's B-U-T-C. H-E-R-B-O-X.com slash upside. Think about how many times you've brushed your teeth in your lifetime. You probably make it a pretty mindless task. You don't think about what you're doing. and You certainly don't think about the toothbrush that you have or the effect that it's having on your mouth or your teeth. Well, if you would like to upgrade that process, I'm going to beg you to think about it for just the next 60 seconds. Bruch, B-R-U-U-S-H. They are a brand new ad partner on the upside, and we're so excited to have them join us. Bruch gets you a dentist quality clean right at your own bathroom sink using a super beautiful work of art electric toothbrush. Now your brush kit includes the electric toothbrush plus three brush heads, a charging station, and a cool travel case. Right out of the box, you're gonna be amazed Actually, you know what? I take that back. Before you even open the box, you're gonna be amazed at how cool this thing looks. But it's super functional as well. It's gonna clean your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. It's gonna be a dentist quality cleaning. There's six cleaning modes. Daily, whitening, gentle, gum, max, and even your tongue. It's got a four-week-long battery life as well, and you can subscribe to refills, get your replacement brushes shipped to you every six months for just 18 bucks. Right now, save 15% off your brand new Bruch when you use promo code UPSIDE at Bruch.com, B-R-U-U-S-H. And here's the best part. You can try it for 90 days risk-free. So if you don't like it, just send it back. Plus, it comes with a two-year warranty, B-R-U-U-S-H.com, the promo code Upside. I'm going to make a pretty confident statement here and say that unless you have a lot of experience in the field, vitamins can be super overwhelming. Like we all know we should be taking vitamins, right? But like what vitamins do I need at what stages of my life and what's good for me and what'll help me and what's the difference between this brand and that brand and blah, blah, blah. It is complicated. Well, let care of make it uncomplicated for you. What you're going to do is go to takecareof.com slash upside 25. They're going to ask you some questions about what your goals are and kind of a little bit about your lifestyle, where you are in your life, things like that. They are going to put together a customized vitamin pack daily just for you and ship it to your house. So they're cute little packets. They've got your name on it with um, a really awesome quote um, for every single day. You can throw them in your bag and then just go about your day. It is so mindless. It is so easy. Thank you, Care Of, for making all of our lives so much easier. For 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of, go to takecareof.com slash upside25, and then you're going to enter the code upside25 at checkout. So do both things, okay? That's 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of. Go to takecareof.com slash upside25 and enter the code upside25. Today's quote of the day is, 
if you win the morning, you win the day. We've mentioned this, I think last week, but the cool thing about this house is there is one whole floor of this house that is Jeff Dollar's office space and the Callie and Jeff studio. And Jeff is so excited about it. People are so fascinated about why we moved. Like right before yeah. the day. They're oddly fascinated. Why would you guys move? And yes, we did love our old house very much. It was a beautiful house. It was great. The problem is it was small. So we recorded the show in our living room. My desk was in our living room. It just wasn't conducive to growing a business, especially when we add a tiny little human. Yeah. And um, when I would walk in the front door, I mean, when you walk in the front door, you would essentially be in Jeff's office. So there's no way to walk in our house without disrupting whatever conference call he's on or, you know, whatever. Most of the time, if he had a a call or something, he would actually go outside and go in the backyard. So I would be on the phone with people and they're like, does anybody hear birds? I'm like, uh, -uh, I know I'm sitting at my office. Yeah. Mm, I'm in the conference room. No. (laughs) So anyways, we're in, we're in a new house and, uh, the bedroom, one of the bedrooms is now the Callie and Jeff world headquarters, which is fantastic because it gives me space to just get work done at peace. So that's a great idea. But when I walk in from my work day, I want to see my husband and I'm like slightly obsessed with Jeff dollar. So I want to spend time with him and hang with him. So I, um, we haven't had the internet, so he hasn't really had like a true work day. Um, but I came home yesterday and I was like, okay, I'm going to give you a kiss and then I'm going to act like you're at work. And he's like, okay, good. So I give him a kiss, go upstairs. And then I'm like, what do I do now? Start tapping my fingers. I'm like, but he's right there. I just want to see him. And 45 minutes later, she's back down here to answer some questions. And then she just doesn't leave. Yeah, I was invited. You were invited because we had to go over the pick me up newsletter thing. But you didn't say like, that's all I got. And then I would have left. But I do like being, don't you think it's sweet and adorable that I am near you? Um, that I want to be near you. You don't think that's cute? I think it's adorable, but I think we'll have plenty of time to be close to one another if we're homeless because we stop making money from the <laughs> uh, podcast. So we need to work. Okay. So uh, here are my three random things for today. This first one is for parents who are stressed out about the screen time that their kids are exposed to now that they're doing remote learning. Um the screen itself is not going to cause any long-term damage to a kid's vision, Mm -hmm. no matter how long they look at it. However, if they hold the screens too close to their face, they can develop nearsightedness. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep the screen 18 to 24 inches away from the eyeballs. Foot and a half. For a kid, that sounds far. Nah, it's fine. I think I'm really bad at measuring. Like when I, when I was fixing that dresser, I had to go and buy a couple little screws. So like I eyeballed the thing and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's an inch long. And then I came back with one inch long screws and the first one like drilled right through the side of the (laughs) dresser. I'm like, Oh, it's more like a half inch. (laughs) Uh, Number two, 
also related to remote learning, uh, parents who are stressed because their kids are doing learning from home during the pandemic uh, have seven more drinks on average per month than parents who don't have kids doing remote learning. I could, I, yes. Totally. I would probably, that would be true for me too, I'm sure. Uh, and then number three, my third random thing is uh, there are skills that people used to have that are dying out. For instance, a lot of people don't know how to use a clothes iron anymore. I don't really know how to use a clothes iron. You know yeah. this about me. You don't know how to iron clothes? I mean, I know how to turn it on. I don't really understand this. I feel like I've learned a lot of stuff about you in the past two weeks that I should have known before we got married and bred. I'm a millennial. I'm different than your generation. And, but I steam my clothes. I don't I don't see a need for an iron really ever. I steam everything. Uh, they can't make a pot of coffee with a coffee maker. Like a Mr. You don't know how to do that either. Mm-mm. But we don't but drink I don't, coffee. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. But because everything is in the little pods now. The K-cups, yeah. A lot of people don't know how to use um, like a Mr. Coffee. Uh, people don't know how to sew on a button. People don't know how to sharpen a knife. This one threw me. People don't know how to make a bed with a top sheet. What? Are top sheets going away? They better not be. I love our top sheet. So do you just have a fitted sheet and then the blanket? Oh, that's weird. I feel like that one, I missed that one. I don't get that one. Yeah. Uh, I had somebody send me a message on Instagram who, I think I talked about this on the show, but when they went to college with their kid, they, the kid had to sign for the dorm room. Like mm -hmm. he moved into his dorm and they, they did do an inspection and they handed him a form and said, um, I need you to sign this. And the kid had no idea how to put his signature at the bottom of a piece of paper because everything he's had to sign up to that point in his life was all like digital e-signatures. That's so weird. So he had to sign a contract, like an inspection Report, report or yeah. whatever. And down at the bottom, like where you would sign a contract, there was a blank space and an X. And he's like, what, what do I do? And they're like, write your name, like sig do That's a signature. That's so name. weird. Isn't it weird that our kid might never know how to do that? I know. Like what? Because then by the time our kids like off to college, like they'll just do like a retina scan or put a chip in her brain or something. That, so that, weird. You know, like, oh, let's just take a download of your memory of this dorm room and then we'll compare it when you move out. So those are my three random things for today. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. You know what has been bringing me an insane amount of joy this week? Have you watched Katie's Instagram stories? The Patrick takeover, her oh husband takeover of her Instagram stories. Okay, so Katie um, works for The Upside. She's also in news and she also sells hair products. And she does that frequently on her Instagram. And it's like a feature of on her Instagram stories. And she's really good at it and talks about it a lot, whatever. But she has been understandably grieving uh, this week and preoccupied. Yeah. But there are some things in her business that she wanted to talk about. So in steps her husband, Patrick, and I think he did a phenomenal job talking about hair products. I, th I have to be honest. Um, I think I said out loud when he first did it, because he when he first popped on, he was just 
sitting next to Katie and he was thanking everybody for the kind messages that people had sent their way. Right. Because you know, Katie was having a hard time getting through it without tearing up. And he said that. He's like, she's very emotional, but she's reading every message you send and we're all so appreciative of it. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And then he launches into like whatever the bonus uh, product is for, you know, this month or what, you know, whatever he's promoting. And he launches into that. And I think I said out loud, like, oh, no, he's not. So that was two days ago. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was bonus day. And so you get free products or whatever the deal was. And he plugged that while wearing a hat with the name of the company on it. <laughs> and he said, I don't want to say the name of the company because I'm going to say it wrong. But he he said the name of the company wrong. And the only thing Katie said in the whole video was correcting him. Like he said <laughs> Monet and it's Monat. Something like that. But she but she looked at him like, Sorry. right. but she was like, you know, kind of smiling the whole time. And it was so sweet. And I got to say, like, I... Those two are so sweet to each other. And it is usually we see their relationship on Instagram. Like Katie's really, really, really funny. So we usually see kind of like a marriage parody up there on yeah. their Instagram stories. Yeah. And I just feel like when you take wedding vows, you don't think about on your wedding day, all the hard stuff that you might have to go through. And he is just, he knows it makes her happy and you know what I mean? I just think it's really cool. So one, it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, watching Patrick do that. I've been influenced. It's awesome, but I've... like that's so cool that he's doing that for her, and it's just really sweet. So I think he needs to change his Instagram handle to influencer Patrick. He does. And that, and he just needs to influence, and he could start. He could move on from uh, doing her hair products, where he could like to, you know do clothing try. He could do try ons. Like what's yeah. It, what's it called when women go to? Tryons, try and they could do the hauls. Like you could oh, go hall. mm -hmm. where you could go to Target and get like all the fall clothes and bring them home and do a try on. And I think probably the best part of all of this is that Patrick is an accountant. Yes. <laughs> so like, he's, it's not like he's like some marketing guy or something. Do you know what I mean? It's uh -huh. just really sweet. It's so endearing and it's just awesome. So if you don't follow Katie on Instagram, go look at that. It'll bring you joy. It's at Katie, K-A-T-I-E-M-U-S-E-B-U-R-K. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Savannah. I have a random thing for today. Um, I just finished listening to September 15th episode on my way to work. I am a teacher and I started listening to you guys when quarantine started because I was home taking more walks and things like that. And so you became a part of my day. And recently on the weekends or if I listen to you in the morning and I just need something else later in the day, I've been going back and listening to your previous episodes. And I am at the point of right before quarantine began. And I, this is weird. But I feel like I'm reading a suspenseful thriller novel because hearing you guys just go through normal life before we all knew that COVID was going to completely shut everything down, it is so interesting to hear about you just learning about COVID, what it is, talking about it a little bit. And I can't get enough. I can't wait to get to the episode where quarantine begins just to see. It's so weird. 
but I thought maybe other people might enjoy it as well. So thanks. Have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Think about the socks on your feet. Are they perfect? If they are, they're probably Bombas socks. If they aren't, it's time for you to head over to bombas.com slash upside and get some Bombas socks on your hooves. They've literally rethought every little detail of the socks we wear to make them more comfortable. For me, it's that weird toe seam thing. Bombas has solved that problem. No more annoying toe seam. Also, when you wear those no-show socks in the hot summer months, if they slip down below your heel, like, what's the point? Now all you got to do is fix them, or you walk around with a half sock uncomfortable mess in your shoe. Not with Bombas. They've solved that problem as well. Plus, they're generous. They have donated over 34 million pairs of socks and counting. You give a pair when you buy a pair and you can get 20% off your first purchase because you're an upside listener. Go to bombas.com slash upside. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash upside. Hey, Callie. I was just listening to the episode where you're talking about people attacking you for not being real. And I just wanted to say that I think that's one of the things that I love so much about this show is I feel like you guys are so real um, and relatable and honest. And people can see when you're BS and that's not what we're getting from you. And anyway, we just feel like you're our friends. So it's totally working. You're not fake. We can feel it. We, we would know fake. So just keep up doing what you're doing. And don't listen to the haters. There's always going to be haters. Don't listen to the haters. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Tally, you won't take your phone to the bathroom, but you'll let your towel sit unwashed for weeks. It doesn't make any sense. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Kershaw from Houston. This house is going to be your favorite house ever because it's going to hold these memories of bringing home your little baby girl and... It's just going to have so many memories of all the late nights and all the giggles and all the the little smiles and where she starts crawling and everything. And, and to anyone who's listening who's struggling right now with infertility or miscarriages, I pray for each and every one of you every single night. Hey, guys. It's Amy. This is the Amy who posted the Give Me Some Advice. And you didn't read mine. If it's wet and it's not yours, don't touch it. It really seems so logical, but it's really sad because sometimes you have to say that to adults as well as children. My other favorite piece of advice is that when you say your vows, uh, when you get married, you vow to love each other the rest of your life, but the word like is nowhere in there. And that some days you're just not going to like each other, and it doesn't mean things are over. It means you're having a rotten day. So if both of you agree with that, then you don't have to be concerned if you just have a rotten day. Anyway, have a great day. I am so excited to open the Pick Me Up newsletter today. I'm a math instructional coach at a high school and we are working our butts off. My team is just working so hard with this virtual learning and face-to-face learning and I think it will be great to include um, that with a couple little tech tips I'm going to send out today to my team. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We need the stretch-relieving yoga poses. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Purpose is an essential element of you. 
It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Remember, the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose.